That was professional. Hey, yo. <laughs> Got to start it off that way this week with a hey, yo. Um, let's just jump right into it. Um, this past week, we lost... Uh, uh, anybody who knows us knows that we're both big wrestling fans. And this past week, we lost an absolute icon. Scott Hall passed away. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, there's always a conversation about the greatest wrestlers to never win a world heavyweight title. And we'll get into that discussion a little later, but always on the top, near the top of everybody's list at the very least, is Scott Hall. Um, I mean, Scott, over the years, everybody knows the issues he's had with substance abuse and things like that. But, um, I mean, really... The wrestling business as we know it today would probably be way different had Scott Hall not left for WCW. Oh yeah, both. Well, even even before that, he was still making. Oh yeah, making making waves in uh, in W you know WWF. Yeah, as Razor, I mean the Razor Ramon character mm-hmm. really you know it took hold. And I, I I knew Scott Hall from before his time in WWF because being a giant fucking wrestling nerd. I actually was introduced to his work in the AWA mm-hmm. when he was Big Scott Hall and tag team partners with Kurt Hennig. Right. And they were, you know, who later became Mr. Perfect. They were the AWA World Tag Champs. And then he comes to WCW as the Diamond Stud, managed by Dallas Page, mm-hmm. before DDP uh, became a wrestler himself. Yeah. And uh, so I knew, hey, hey, that's Scott Hall. I know that guy. Um, then he comes to, you know, we, you see that, that iconic first vignette, him coming up, it's got the Scarface, that Scarface esque music. Yeah. He comes up in the low rider. He's got the chains on, you know, and here's this guy, this white dude from Minnesota (laughs) playing Tony Montana, essentially. And he's Razor Ramon, man. Yep. And from there, it was all fucking gold, you know, and multiple time intercontinental champion, multiple time tag champion, United States champion. Other than a world title, Scott Hall did it all. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, in the last like decade of his life, he got his he got his shit together. Uh, Rehab finally took off and he got himself, you know, like physically into a much better place. With the help of Diamond Dallas Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for a while, he'd actually moved into DDP's house. Him and, like, DDP has saved the lives. He saved the lives of Jake Roberts and Scott Hall. And, you know, thanks, DDP, for that. Uh, it's In all sincerity, thank you, DDP. But, um, I mean, Scott Hall did uh, pretty much everything there was to do in the wrestling business. Including changing the business. Oh yeah, yep. The 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 jump to WCW uh, was a major game changer. Completely. Oh, hundred percent. You know, there there would be. I don't even. I don't know if there would. It. I mean, there probably would have been an Attitude Era, but it would not have been. As as good as it was. See, I don't think there would have been an attitude error. Oh, I think it was going towards that. It was leaning towards that already. I mean, the things because Austin was already 
uh, in uh, WWF as the ringmaster. You know, right. So I mean, it it was and he, and his promos from the time he came from WCW, no ECW. Okay, yeah. And he was he was already doing the bottom line, and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna beat your ass and all that. He was already doing that stuff, right? So it wasn't you know they they neutered him a little bit by not letting him talk. Yeah, you know when they gave him the DiBiase, but but still it was it was already starting at that point, but you know it it had to get kick started with the big competition, right? And you know the the. The start of the competition, the start of the Monday Night War, you have Scott Hall coming down out of the out of the stands mm-hmm. in the middle of a match, getting a mic and getting in the ring. And the words, the first words he spoke on Nitro. You know, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was like, hey. This is going to change things. And I got to give one of the few things I'll give Eric Bischoff credit for. He let that thing roll. He let it build. He let it build naturally. A couple of weeks later, Kevin Nash shows up. Then they get to bash at the beach. Mm -hmm. And the iconic Hulk Hogan heel turn. Yeah. Hogan was smart enough to see this is money and I need to jump on this train. And that was also it was kind of funny because Hogan was not. He seemed to almost be like a a bygone at that point. He wasn't getting a lot of attention. No, he wasn't at that time. Like it was like it was like nobody kind of cared anymore about about Hogan until Bash at the Beach. Right. You know, and then all of a sudden it's like now they have a reason to hate him and then the garbage is just pelted the ring. Oh, God, that is one of the most that's one of the most well-known moments in WCW's history. Mm-hmm. The ring just fills with garbage. Mean Gene's getting hit with shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, Hogan initially didn't want to do it. Mm. He didn't want to turn. Uh, in fact, Bischoff, I mean... He, Pretty much anything that Bischoff says, you can kind of take with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but he says he says that Hogan told him, you, you'll you never know what it's like until you've walked a mile in my red and yellow boots, brother. Mm. But Hogan saw that was money. Because Ho- one thing Hogan could always do is smell money. Oh, yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah. So what we're going to do today is something we haven't done in a while. We're going to do a match watch along. And the match that we're going to watch is from WrestleMania 10. And it's Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels for the undisputed Intercontinental Championship. Now, uh, this was one of the times when Shawn took his belt and went home, uh, took his uh, ball and went home. Mm -hmm. And so they had to crown a new Intercontinental Champion. Razor Ramon ends up winning the title. So now Sean comes back and they have to have a unification match. Yeah. So they set it up for WrestleMania 10 and it's going to be Sean versus Razor in a ladder match. Now, this match to me set the gold standard for for what a ladder match is supposed to be. Yeah. When everybody, whenever you think ladder matches in the future or whatever, and they they have become overblown. You ain't shit. And, you know, and I... You know, 
uh, the uh, the latest, you know, when you, when you see him now, and there's like a hundred ladders just all over the place. Yep. And it's like, yeah, we okay, we get it, ladders, you know. But this one, and I, I'm not gonna, I don't remember. Was there only one ladder in this whole thing? One ladder. Yeah. So it was it was the a ladder match that everything else had to set its standard to. I yeah. mean, you you can't. I haven't seen this match in forever, um, to be honest. And it's like I'm actually I can't wait to see it again. And I hope I don't, you know, get too mesmerized and not commentate. Well, on what's going on because I, like I, said, I, I remember I. I had got at this point. I was still getting WrestleMania as a pay per view. Yeah, me too. So I remember seeing this match, you know, and paying like what fifty bucks for it. I, I, okay, or was the time like twenty it, at the time? It was. It was probably twenty five or thirty bucks at yeah. the time. Because now we're going back twenty eight years. Mm-hmm. This is like I said, WrestleMania ten. Yeah. So that's nineteen ninety six or ninety three or four. Yeah, ninety. I know ninety eight was one of Austin's big years. Hang on, let me look this up. Let me look up the date. He's cheating me. He's cheating. He has he has access to this vast array. And he's cheating. WrestleMania ten date. Oh wait, you can't even type it in. You got to ask it. March twentieth, nineteen ninety four. I have ninety four. God, where was I ninety four? I think I had just gotten out of college. And I was starting one of my first jobs, which would not last very long. <laughs> I hadn't even got to Panama yet. Yeah, I was, was still in Georgia. Ninety-four was one of those years where I, I mean, it was one of my blurry years that I, 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 I mostly sat at a bar. Yeah, this I hadn't even got to Panama yet. I was still in Georgia. I think I was still in my mom's house. I, I didn't think I moved out till ninety-six. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, because I know when I came back. You were you and Lisa were in the apartment on Lafayette. Yeah, that was not that we moved or Columbia in, rather. Okay, well, yeah, we moved in there in '96. Yeah, yeah, you guys were in the apartment on Columbia at the time oh, when I moved. When I moved back. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about where I was in my life. I know, right? All right, so should we uh, recap the card on this? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so WrestleMania 10. Let's go to the Wikipedia. The wiki wiki, wiki the wiki wiki. wiki. Okay, wiki, wiki. I can I can tell you right off the top of my head the first match. And all yeah, because you're fucking looking no, at. No, I'm. It. I haven't got there yet. <laughs> dick. <laughs> fucking dick tree. Wow. It's like yeah, I can tell you exactly what the first match was because I'm looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking ass. I'm sorry. I apologize. Lord, it's I apologize. It's St. Patrick's Day. We're down here celebrating with our iced teas. Yeah, because we are such. Such. No, no, I, I was, I was, I went to a show this weekend and I, I had a lot of rum. So how was your, how was the show, by the way? Fucking awesome. The Tartan Terrors, correct? Yes. They actually had, uh, two of their first albums there that they found in storage. So now I have the, every album they have, I have. Nice. So, and they, they, I, I, I love those guys to death. Nice. Good. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I saw Lisa had posted that you guys had a good time. And- yep. That's good. Okay, so the first match, I was actually wrong. I I misremembered. Now you see, you didn't even say anything, and you're gonna just say, "Oh, I was wrong." See, I wouldn't do that. I would just say, "Yeah, I knew it all along." No, I'm honest. Unlike you, <laughs> you scum fuck. The first match on the card, you had the Heavenly Bodies, which was Doctor Tom Pritchard oh my God. and Jim, Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey oh. 
uh, defeating the Bushwhackers. Well, that was with Sonny. Was Sonny with them at that time? No. Sonny was not with them yet? Yeah. No. She's not listed on here. Okay. And then, now here's where I thought it, it started. Yeah. The King of Hearts, the late great Owen Hart, mm. versus his brother, Brad Hart. Oh, wow. For an opener. Yep. I think that might have been the PPV opener, because I, 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 for some reason, I don't remember the Bushwhackers and the Heavenly Bodies match. That might have been a dark match. Yeah, it probably was. Um, but Owen goes over Brett clean. I remember. Wait, I actually remember watching this not too long ago. This is the one where there was a, there was so many chances for interference. Yep. And there was no interference. It yep. was a clean win. Yep. Clean win. With I, re- a roll. I remember this. Okay. The next on next on the card, we have Bam Bam Bigelow with Luna Vashon defeating Doink the Clown. <clears throat> it's WrestleMania ten. No, folks. I mean, yeah, but it's like you know, we laugh about some of these characters now, but you know, Doink when he was evil. Yeah. Was an awesome fucking character. Actually, I was wrong on that. It was Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vashon in a mixed tag match with Do- against Doink and Dink. Yeah. But Doink, when he was doing the dark the dark stuff. Yeah, when it was Matt Bourne. Yeah, it was, it was I don't know if that was at this time or he was already in his... Now, by the time he turned... his joking stuff. By the time he turned, I think, you know what, he, uh, Matt Bourne did do some of the babyface joking stuff. Mm-hmm. But the original evil Doink the Clown was Matt Bourne. Yeah. And then later Ray Apollo took over the gimmick and there's been 65 other Doinks since then. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then after that, we had Randy Savage defeating Crush along with Mr. Fuji in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Next, we had Alundra Blaze defeating Lalani Kai for the WWF World Women's title. Yeah. There there was probably no women's. Wasn't, uh, what was it, Scorpion? What uh, what's her name? The money one, Mula, Mula, fabulous Mula. Yeah, uh, she was the the scorpion la- or no, not the scorpion lady. What the hell was it? when she beat Wendy Richter? No, but I uh, I thought it was later than that because I know there wasn't a women's program at this time. No, there wasn't much of a women's division. Uh, in fact, to get Alundra Blaze on mm-hmm. shows, they used to bring over like Bull Nakano from Japan, yeah. and dump Matsumoto, and mm-hmm. you know the girls that Alund- that Medusa had worked with in Japan. Yeah. Then after that, we have Men on a Mission. Mo and Mabel, along with Oscar, defeated the Quebecers, Jacques and Pierre, uh, Jacques uh, and Ray Rougeau. I love, I love the, I love the Rougeau brothers with their manager Johnny Polo. Ah, Raven. Yes. Now that was that was I wonder if that was before Frenchie. Uh, Frenchie was uh, I don't remember I really don't remember God, Frenchie as their manager. No, Frenchie was probably before that because Frenchie was with Dino Bravo as well. Yes, Frenchie but, Martin. Yeah, and after I know after Johnny Polo, mm-hmm. it was Jimmy Hart. Yeah, but also then one of them as became the Mountie. Yep, that was Jacques. But I think this was when they were doing the All American Boys thing. Yes, which was freaking awesome. I mean, some of the. No, they did that with Jimmy yeah, Hart. Some of the goofy gimmicks that, that these guys have come up with for heel heat were absolute genius things. Yeah. Yeah, that was I mean the, the Quebecer, Jacques and Ray Rougeau. I love the, I love those guys. Okay, that was for the WWF tag titles and uh Men on a Mission win by count out. Yeah. So the title does not change hands. I always I I liked Viscera when he became ministry. Uh-huh. I never could fathom how Men on a Mission you know, was they were clumsy. They well, Mo was terrible. They, they both were kind of clumsy and all over the place. And then when they gave Mabel the King of the Ring, 
it was like shocking. Yeah. You know, it's like I thought this was reserved for people that really could work. Could work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. And then next on the next on the card, we have Yokozuna with Mr. Fuji and Jim Cornette uh, defeating uh, Lex Luger by disqualification for the WWF World Heavyweight. Now, title. is this when Yokozuna was had his health problems? No, this is before Yoko had his health problems. Okay, so uh, he, but he didn't have the beard yet. This was actually Yoko's first match of the, on the night. Okay, okay, and then we have Earthquake John Tenta, mm. another one gone far too soon. Yeah, uh, defeating Adam Bomb, oh. along with Harvey Whippleman. I'll tell you, Adam. I don't know why Adam like uh, Adam Bomb. That was um, I'm blanking on the name. He's been a couple characters. Um, uh, he was Adam Bomb, and then he was part of Chronic. Yeah, Brian Adams. Brian, either Brian Clark or Brian. No, was, Adams. I think it was Brian Adams. Right, because Brian Clark was crushed. Yeah, but Brian Adams, I could be wrong though. He, yeah, he good worker saddled with terrible gimmicks. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like that was just a shame. Yeah, all around because he really good, but it was like terrible. I mean, this was right. We're almost at the end of that period when it's job-related yeah, or theme-related wrestlers. Yeah, everybody had to have an occupation. Yeah, and Adam Bomb was the, okay, a, it was more of a cartoonish thing. Right, and he worked at a nuclear plant. Or was No, he was built from Three Mile Island, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, but I mean, it was at the end of that era, they were running out of jobs. Yeah. You know? I mean, you remember they had T.L. Hopper, who was the plumber? Yep, and um, the guy, the gator guy that spits stuff constantly. Skinner. Skinner. Steve Kern. <laughs> yeah. Formerly one of, uh, formerly one of the, uh, um, the, the Fantastics. Stanley and Steve Kern. I, the, I, just, I just picture sometimes, at that era, I would have loved to have been in the board meeting. He's like, you know, say, Vince, we, we got this new talent. He's a really good wrestler. He does great. We got some great credentials. All right, we're going to make you a plumber. Uh, hang on. I'll do, I'll do you one better. A guy that's been in WWF before. He's from a legendary wrestling family. He's been a tag team champion in your organization on multiple fucking occasions. Hey, Vince, we're hiring back Barry Windham. <laughs> oh, good shit, pal. We're going to call you the stalker. Yeah. Yeah. The we have the Repo Man. Oh God! That was so. Who, who was uh, another former champion in your company? He was half a demolition. Yeah, fucking Barry Darso. Yep, and it's like there, there was just so many at the time. I mean, and we're not even gonna talk about the goon. No, and, <laughs> that, that was another guy that they fucking yeah. ruined. It's like, and it, yeah, all the now the and Razor, Razor, and I almost bring this because Razor was part of that as well, where you had this cartoonish gimmicky caricature of a wrestler. Yeah. And luckily, he survived that. And he was able to get the gimmick over. He got the gimmick over and was able to survive the gimmick. You know, that is, you know, a testament to what he does. Exactly. I think a lesser talent could have really fucking drown in that Razor Ramon gimmick. Unless her talent did, actually, <laughs> later on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, let's not even talk about the yeah. fake Diesel and Razor. Yeah, we won't talk about Jimmy Crespo in there, so... 
Good reference. The, the fake Joe Perry. Good good reference. I, I feel now I feel bad now because I like those albums too. But anyway. And now okay, so now we had two matches left on the card. Yes. One of the co main event of the evening, which is the match we're gonna watch, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon for the Intercontinental title in a ladder match. Yeah. And then in an, the most unenviable task of the night, Bret Hart has to go out. And follow, not only follow what he did with Owen, the masterpiece he had with his brother mm-hmm. earlier in the night, but now he has to directly follow Razor Ramon against Shawn Michaels in this ladder match against Yokozuna for the World he- World Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Brett could carry it off. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, WrestleMania 10, uh, the theme of it was where back where it all began. Because this was back at uh, Madison Square Garden, which was the home of the first WrestleMania. That does not look like Madison Square Garden. It, that looks small. MSG is not as big a building as everyone thinks. Oh, so when Dice says he sells it out, it's not that big a deal. Well, I mean, for wrestling, <laughs> you put twenty. You can put eight. I think seventeen yeah. or eighteen thousand in it. But uh, yeah, this is back at Madison Square Garden, mm. and uh, so if you guys want to watch along with us. We're starting at exactly one hour and 54 minutes of the card. So go to Peacock, um, you know, uh, j- jump on the cock. Go to <laughs> Dude, dude. What? Too soon. How is it too soon? <laughs> Get on the Peacock app, uh, WrestleMania 10. You can find that in multiple places. You can find it in now, the WrestleManias tab. Now, yeah, and there's also, just so everybody's aware, there's a big X on the, on the screen. That's Roman for 10. Yes. So, G- Jim, if you... That's no, Roman I wasn't. I was not. I was not targeting that. I wanted to make a humorous joke, and you took it to a whole different direction. Yeah, I did. I had to. <laughs> I had to. So you can find this in a, new, in a number of places on the on the WWE section of the Peacock app. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can find it in the WrestleMania section where they have them all chronologically. And there is a special section right now called Remembering Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. And this is in there, WrestleMania 10. Like I said, we're going to start at one hour and 54 minutes into the show. And I'm going to count down from three and we'll hit play on the word go. I'm not saying shit. It's your finger on the button, man. I ain't saying nothing. Three, two, one, go. That was a bit of a pause there. Okay, now we got Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler on commentary. um, Showing the wide shot here of the two belts, zooming in on the two titles. Like I set up before, Sean had taken his ball and gone gone home for a minute. So they crown Razor as uh, as the Intercontinental Champion. Sean comes back. Now we've got the two beautiful yeah. classic Intercontinental you, titles. You think they did that just to piss Sean off and put one of his buddies up on the title? I don't know. I don't know if it was to piss Sean off, and I don't think it even pissed Sean off because, he's, yeah, well, fuck, it's Razor. Well, that's what I mean. It's like sometimes, I mean, I don't, I don't know how. I know friends like to wrestle each other, but I'm not sure. Uh, wow, that's an overhead shot. Yeah. They don't do that. See, now look at how nice and clean this is. You know what I mean? There's no augmented reality shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's just a shot of the wrestlers coming in. I mean, you could, this almost looks like what an indie show looks like now. Yeah. You know? you know, He's that close to the crowd. People can look at him. Now coming down to the ring with yep. some of his goofy glasses on, 
We got Shawn Michaels rocking the fantastic mullet. Yep. And behind him, you've got Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Shawn Michaels, I, I was such a Shawn Michaels fan at this point. I mean, you know, I think, I, I mean, the minute he kicked Janetti, well, I know he threw, threw, the minute he put Janetti through the, the He plate. super kicked him, then threw him yeah. through the window. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, I was such a Shawn Michaels fan. His arrogance, his cockiness, he backed it up. Yeah. It's just, sometimes when you hear those stories behind the scenes, like, he would just, he was such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, he didn't need to be, but... But he really had a lot of talent in the ring. Oh, uh, one, uh, undoubtedly one of the most talented wrestlers of all mm-hmm. time. Sean, Sean could do it all. My in, God, that is a sweet mullet. Well, Diesel had a pretty rocking fucking yeah. mullet at the time, too. Yeah, Sean could make, chap, uh, make chaps work. Mm-hmm. Well, I do, too, on the weekend. You know, but well, well you just know. See, but now. And now we've got that iconic. Straight from Scarface, mm-hmm. Razor Ramon music, and this guy—he's gonna—he's coming. Here he comes through the curtain, a little bit of smoke out of the shadows. Yep, a definite swagger. There oh is yeah, a, there is a swagger there. There he is. He's got the gold chains on. Yep. He the toothpick got that one little curl out, and he is oozing machismo. And I'll tell you that the, the 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 crowd is popping for both. See, and I like that he goes under the ladder. I ain't. I, I'm not worried about bad luck. Yeah, and you notice the setup. There's one ladder. Yep, just one, and it's it's pretty damn far from the ring. Yeah, it's not like now where there's 48 fucking ladders, uh, including six under the ring. Yep, and it's and sometimes I think they forget, you know, because a lot of them are like, you know, you, but you got to set up for the multiple spots and. Well, like, even even Ryan loves to see he'll sit he'll sit there he's he's so cynical at a young age when he'll sit there it's like he'll see him somebody lay a ladder between the ring and the um, announce table yeah and then walk away and he's like well I guess that's gonna be used as a spot later well well yeah <laughs> but it's not like it's like you know, we would uh, you know, that is like, oh we we set up walked away it's the principle of Chekhov's gun exactly wow I used that reference today the other day as well. Yep, it's the principle of Chekhov's gun. If you introduce a gun in Act One, it must mm-hmm. be used. Yep. So, but um, oh, is that what that means? Yes, I knew it meant something about needing something. Val's writing a story, and I just kind of told her to, you know, put elements in it to come up later. Yeah. Okay, so now, okay, we're nice wide shot of the crowd capacity crowd at Madison Square Garden. Bruno San Martino would be proud. Oh, but you know. I, I, since we you know talked about modern ladder matches for a second there, mm-hmm. one thing I noticed, and I don't, I really haven't taken notice if WWE's done it lately. For a while, they were marking the gimmick ladders. They oh, I put, haven't noticed that. They would put a band of tape around the bottom of the gimmick ladders. Oh, that's well, that's good at least. You know, I mean, at least keep people safe in the best way possible. Yeah. Although even the gimmick stuff sometimes, duh. Yeah. I I mean I see what what. I don't want to get hit in the face with a ladder no matter what it's made of. No. I mean, and these are legit ladders that mm-hmm. they're using. It's just that they'll gimmick them. Like, if somebody's going through a ladder, they'll they'll cut the legs. Yep. You know, they'll cut the supports. Nice heel trip by Sean. Shoot, kick yep. off by Razor. Up and over. Ah, oh, no, no, no. Blocks yep. the hip toss. Oh, they bo- oh. Thunder the eye. Legal move. Legal move. Oh, now look at it. Now, Whoa. man, you know what? Oh, a choke slam to start off the match. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't find that level of, like, this level of moves for moves now anymore. I don't know what it, I mean, I mean seriously, the people just need to watch these things nice and, and realize how to work. Uh, they do need to realize how to work. They need to learn how to sell. Like that neck breaker. Yeah. Razor selling that neck breaker so well. Oh, big but, but, stomp that had Hebner in the way. God damn it, Earl. But also, I'll tell you what, also, the camera work. They, they, they need to do better jobs with camera work as well. Well, yeah. Like nowadays, you have the, those spastic. Ooh, oh, Razor out hard. Yep. Um, You have the spastic jump cuts. Yeah. And like the zoom in and out with every strike, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's like it's about to give me a fucking seizure. Diesel stalking Kevin and a big clothesline from the big man. Down goes Razor. Standing over him. Now, is that how is that not a DQ? It's a ladder match. There's no DQ. <laughs> you know what Jim Cornette would say? Lazy booking. <laughs> uh, but. What baby Earl? I think what baby Earl's gonna do is he's gonna throw Diesel out yeah. here. Yeah, he's he's, he's you, know, you 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 out. out. <laughs> oh, oh! And Diesel gets run. Good call, Earl. Good call. Ah, uh, yeah, no DQ, but I mean, come on, hey, come on! It's got to be a one on one. It's got to be a one on one match. It was one on one. No, it was two on one. No, when you go outside the ring. It's fair game. Besides, I think he actually, I think I saw Razor take a swing at Diesel before that. Are you, did your monitor blink out? (laughs) Did your monitor blink out? Did you drop your pencil again? Oh. Oh, big right hand from Razor. Slides in underneath. What's Razor going to do? He's got Sean backed into a corner. Big right hand. See, now that's, that's a better, uh, he's. Sean up what? and over. <laughs> it's like there, there, there's shades of some some match with Flair later on. Oh, yeah, wow! Yeah. What a clothesline oh. from Razor. What a clothesline. Now, obviously, the strength and power and size advantage goes to Razor Ramon in this match. Uh, Razor six foot six, about two hundred seventy pounds. Yeah. Whereas Sean's like six one and about two twenty. Oh, hey, oh, taking up the gym mats that really don't have that much protection anyway. No, they don't. Thumb to the eye again by Sean. He's going to use every cheap, every shortcut in the book because he knows that he's going to have a hard time beating Razor Ramon in a fair one-on-one match. Razor with the reversal. Ooh, big right hand. Well, it looks like this is also before the era of signs everywhere, too. Yes. Are we going? Oh. For, are we going to see the Razor's edge? He's setting him up. Oh, back body drop over oh, the top oh. to the exposed floor. Oh. I just saw, I just also saw, I think I saw the Ico Pro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> up and up the raft. Oh, uh, the Ico Pro banners. Yeah. Okay, kids. Ico Pro was Vince McMahon's nutrition supplement company at the time. Uh, he, uh, he had wanted to start a bodybuilding federation. Mm-hmm. The WBF, the World Bodybuilding Federation. Uh, I think they had one event sold like six, uh, six, uh, subscriptions on pay-per-view. Yes, it wasn't much. I just remember seeing it constantly. That's not a big ladder either. No, it's not uh, like nowadays they, you see the fucking 12 foot ladders and well, let's count the, count the rungs on it. Uh, 
I think it's well. If my if Sean is, that's got to be a ten foot. No, it's a it's an eight footer. One rung one rung per foot. And one rung per foot. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. Oh, oh! drop kicks. Sean oh. drop kicks the razor right uh, the See? ladder right into razor's abdomen. That had to hurt. Yeah, I mean, oh, somebody dropped their popcorn. Oh, what a tragedy. Oh. Even back then at the garden, it was probably nine bucks for popcorn. I don't know. I wonder if they had cotton candy. I don't know. Did they have cotton candy? It's good enough for a ghost show. Yeah, true enough. <laughs> oh, Sean's going to get Razor back in the ring. I don't know about the strategy of trying yeah, to get yeah, Razor why, back yeah, in the why, ring. Why go back in the ring? Just, you know, you get the ladder. Now the ladder's in there. Okay, now Sean's bringing And, and that, that, there is, uh, that's, yeah, I think this is like before they would gimmick anything. Ooh, gut shot with the you ladder. Know. No, I don't think that ladder was gimmicked because it was the ladder that they used to climb. Kind of wonder if that ladder is that ladder somewhere in the uh, WWF archives in the warehouse. Yeah, this is gonna not feel good. Nope. I mean, you could work this a little bit, but oh yeah, there's. The, I mean, there, the, lo- the ladder to the abdomen. I mean, there. Yeah, there's ways to. They they know how to keep each other pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he's going to hit him in a safe spot. He's not going to hit him in the fucking sternum, you know. See, but, but now that that there's no there was no give to that. There no. was no stopping before you get hit in the spine with a ladder. There's cotton candy. They do have cotton candy. <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> oh, once again. The, oh, and that time there was no gimmicking. There was no work in that. He fucking flat out threw it in the razor yeah. back. This is why we. This is why we can't be commentators. I would commentate on the goofiest shit. I know, right? <laughs> it's, I think you know. I don't know. We we could. Oh, I'd love to do it. Oh my god, I used to love to do it. And we I, could. We could probably like be professional for a little bit. Yeah, Andy. Andy used to uh, have me do. Uh, I did some. Uh, I guess Mawa matches on the yeah. on the side with him, and uh, it was a lot of fun doing it. And I loved doing the heel. Yeah. Sometimes Andy just would not play along with some of the things I was doing. You know, when I would call for security in the truck and he'd just be like, we don't have a truck. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Sean's Sean's making yeah. the first attempt at the belts here. He's a little out of range. Yeah. Kicked. Ooh, Ooh. kicked right in Razor's <laughs> face. Oh, oh. we got a moon over New York. <laughs> Sean's ass is hanging out. <laughs> and it lingered there. It lingered. Sean's ass was hanging out. Oh, now, yeah, now the camera zooms in on it. No, it's Why, are, you, are you upset that they waited till he pulled his pants up? No, I'm just it? saying that it's like that's terrible timing. It's like, you know, someone up in the booth was like, it's Sean's bare ass. Zoom in on it. He's, he's already covered. I said zoom in on it. I bet you Kevin Dunn was drooling. <laughs> Scooping a slam by Sean. I'm surprised it didn't censor that. With all the stuff that they censor on the on Peacock. Yeah. From entrance music to questionable signs and things like that. Yeah. That no problem. All right, Sean's climbing to the top of the ladder. He's never going to get the belts from that far across the ring. I don't think he's gunning for the belts here, buddy. What do we got? Oh, oh that was the one. That Nice that, splash. That is the picture that everybody sees when they see they think of this match. That was the one. Yep. Sean with that splash off the top of the ladder. Yep. Uh, see, now, this is where where modern modern workers need to take some notes. Look at the way Razor's selling this. Yes. Yeah, you got hit with a lot, so it's like you're not going to get right back up. No, you're not going to. Okay, all right, well, hang on. I've been hit with 17 DDTs, Mm -hmm. two power bombs, 
and uh, choke slam. Hang on, let me pop right back up. Yep. See now, even here to get to the to stop Sean, Razor's taking oh. his time. Oh, oh. See, I love the way Sean sold. Uh, it bounced like a fucking ping pong ball. It's a medium bounce, though. It's a medium bounce. It's not. It's not the the that. Uh, he sells it right. Yeah, I mean, some guys would go a little overboard. Now Sean went overboard in the match with Hogan. That was it, Hogan. I was thinking Flair. No, it was the match with Hogan. Uh, he he. Uh, and that was kind of that was it. Wasn't kind of it was a fuck you to Hogan. Yeah, because Hogan, it was supposed to be like a. Like two out of three kind of thing. Yeah, three match series. Yeah, and Hogan decided it wasn't happening that way. Yeah, well, because uh, the idea was, okay, Hogan, I beat you, or you beat me the first time, I beat mm-hmm. you the second time, and then you beat me the third time. And then Hogan said, no, how about I beat you the first time, I beat you the second time, and I beat you the third time. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Sean's like, okay, fuck you. I'm just going to oversell everything and make you look fucking ridiculous. And yeah, he did. It worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. See, now, this is where this match could could get potentially dangerous because you saw that uh, the ladder was bounced off the ropes with yeah. Sean on it. Yeah. Now you're looking at twist at legitimately twisting that ladder, mm-hmm. which could make, you know, which could make climbing it essentially impossible. Yeah. But now here's another another iconic thing from this match that everyone's going to remember. Uh, Sean's setting up the ladder in the corner. Oh, no. Hang on. It may not be just yet. All right. Right hand this, from Sean. Backs Razor into the corner. This, He's gonna this fire might him. be. Is this? Yep, it is. Yep. Yep, that was it. Sean up and over the top. And then there's an, there's going to be another one, I think. Uh, but then again, I may be misremembering, and it may be from the SummerSlam ladder match mm-hmm. where Sean does a dive with yeah. the ladder. I re- I know I know he went like backwards in it. It's like, but yeah, that over the top bump from Sean that's become iconic. Mm-hmm. He's got Sean against the ring oh. post. Oh, between the between the ladder and the ring post, and the, notice the position of the commentary tables at the time. Yeah, they're they're very close. They're still at ringside. Yeah. Oh well, okay, that's right. They're no longer. I sometimes I forget that they move them like way far away. Well, they're back to ringside yeah. again. But you've got the like the old school folding tables with the WWF banners on them. And, uh, you know, of course, I mean, this is 94. You didn't have LED monitors. Yeah. Yet, so you got the little CRT monitors. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. Oh, that was a nice spot by Sean. Yes. That was good thinking on his feet to pull the ladder back on himself like that. Yeah. Now, th- now, look at these. Look at these three people in the front with the WWF on their shirts. Yes. And uh, referee shirts. Is that is that? Oh yeah, that see that's that's funny. Ref shirt and a bow tie, just like Hebner. <laughs> All right, Razor's back mm-hmm. into the ring with the ladder. What what's he what's what's Razor got planned here? Okay, this guy looks like he's wearing a bathrobe. He could be. It's New York. <laughs> he's like, he's new. Over the top he's... goes Sean. And you know this is another this is the the ladder's used as a prop. Okay, yeah. the ladder's used in the match, but it's not overused. Mm-hmm. This is this is so well done. Oh yeah, and I gotta give all this is. I I wish I wish I could see a ladder match this good again, and th- in a way this simplistic. The the 
promotions just have to do it. Yeah. They got to stop. Oh, hey, what's Sean got going on? We got Razor climbing up to the climbing up to go for the titles. And, and Sean with a double axe handle to yeah. the back. Yeah, all the promotions can figure all they got to do is just not oversell the stuff. Right. You know, don't overblow it. And if they do it gradually, like maybe every ladder match, take two ladders away until people start noticing, oh, there's not that many. Anymore. And here's another thing that the promotions need to do. Start telling the talent. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I want to do this. Well, explain to me why it would make sense in the context of the match. And if they can't, then you tell them no. Mm hmm. Bring back a little bit of believability, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, here we go. They're we, they're both climbing up the top. Sean's got about a one rung lead here, but Razor's got the distinct height advantage. Mm -hmm. Oh, Razor firing up at Sean, right hand after right hand. Oh boy! Oh, oh the oh, superplex oh, off the ladder. Up oh. oh. <laughs> and there the ladder See, bends. Yes, and I don't think that was at all. That wasn't planned. A plan. No. Was it Razor that was in a ladder match where somebody ran in and knocked the ladder down? I think that might have been. Yeah. I I could be <laughs> wrong. Yeah, even, even there. The ladder is broke. Well, you see how the one leg is yeah. fucking three inches off the ground? Mm -hmm. And you've been in a wrestling ring. Yeah. You know those, those some bitches aren't the most stable to begin no, with. No, not at all. And then you're on a 10-foot ladder, or an 8-foot ladder in this yeah. case. You're on an eight-foot ladder on essentially a mat that's on wood that's yeah. on a spring. Yeah, it's that's definitely not someplace. I don't even like to be on a six-foot, well, the five-foot ladder when we were fixing my garage. I didn't like being on that ladder. Well, yeah, <laughs> or swinging a hammer properly. Hey, it got hammered. Don't start. It got hammered in. Oh, he oh. just dumped it right on him. Dumped it right on Razor. Mm. It's a cliche, but this is the kind of match that takes years off of your career. Oh, yeah. All right. Sean fires off Razor. Razor ducks the clothesline. Sweet oh, chin man. music. Oh. What a super kick from Sean, and Razor is down. And that and that should be it. That should be it. All, all Sean's got to do now is set up that ladder and climb. This is your shot, good, Sean. Good, good luck setting up that ladder. You know, I don't think they even had a backup ladder. Probably not. They probably weren't even thinking that far ahead. No, I don't think they were. Ooh, that's a little insult to injury, given Razor's that's it sign. <laughs> is he going to go? Is he seriously going to try for the Razor's edge on Razor yep. Ramon? That was a common, common thing. Stealing to, the to, finisher. To do the other person's finisher. Oh, no. No. He's going to pile drive him. Ooh. What a pile driver by Sean. That's a move you don't see done too much anymore. No, no, there's been too many, too many, too many botched ones. Yeah, from people that don't know how to fucking do it. Mm. Jerry Lawler's done the pile driver for forty years, and he's never hurt anybody, except Andy Kaufman, and even that was gimmicked. Oh, mm. uh, here's the here's the spot I was talking about. All right, Sean's got the ladder. He's backing himself up into the corner, climbing up to the ins climbing up the inside of the ropes. Sean's at the top. And what are we going to have here? This is going to hurt Sean just as much as it's going to hurt Razor. Ooh. Oh. 
That did not feel good. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he's, he, he's going to feel that one in the morning. Essentially a splash with a ladder. Yeah. What a what a match. What a match. I did yeah. I would not want to go on after this. No. No, you, you referee kind of has no job in this as Hebner is like nope. you know. Oh, putting Razor underneath the ladder. Well, he kind of has to. I what mean, an he's, insult. He's, you know, it's, it's not insult, that's where he is. What an insult. It'd be insulting if we put the propped it on him. <laughs> I've seen people do that. I've seen people do that. Put la- put the put like the bottom rung on the ladder over their opponent. Oh, Sean's almost there. He's almost there. Razor's back up to, to his knees, rocking the ladder back and forth. That now that looks like like a video game rock, you know. What do we got oh shoulder oh. block. Oh, oh, Sean's not going to have fun tonight. He just crotched himself on the top rope. Oh, is he locked? Is he in the rope now? He's locked in the top oh. between the top and the middle rope. Here's your chance, Razor. Here's your chance, Razor. He's tied up. And Baby Earl's not even going to lift a finger to help him. Uh, the, the, the tie up in the... You don't see that ever anymore. No, you don't see guys getting tied in the ropes. Sean's trying to pry the ropes apart. Try to pry the ropes apart. Pull himself up. He's got yes. himself loose. He's got himself yep. loose. Oh, but now he gets his arm caught. That's, oh, the humanity. Oh, that Razor's is, there. Razor's there. He's got the titles. And Razor oh. Ramon is your winner. With an assist from the ropes. Let's put an assist with the ropes. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you the assist from the ropes. But your winner and undisputed World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Champion, Razor Ramon. That is widely considered Razor Ramon's best match. Mm. Or Scott Hall's best match in any iteration of his career. That was a fantastic match uh, from two guys who were phenomenal, phenomenal professional wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much for all the great memories, Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Even got me watching WCW on occasion. I want, dude, because I, I needed I needed to know what the, the NWO was doing Monday nights. It's <laughs> two TVs going, buddy. One was on Nitro. One was on Raw. And if I if I couldn't have two TVs going, I had one. I had <laughs> Raw videotaping on one and Nitro on the other or vice versa. I'd watch one live and videotape the other. Yeah, I just switched back and forth. I did that, too. You know, which was which was bad because. You never know what you were going to miss on one channel or another. Right. And in this, in, in like when the Attitude Area, area, when the Attitude Era and uh, the Monday Night War really, really got going mm-hmm. in earnest, you didn't want to miss a fucking thing. No. Because everything, they, you know, was, this is when we started to get main event matches on free TV. Yeah. Instead of, you know, um, already in ring versus star. Yeah, you know, like a night of squash matches. Even back at the beginning, Monday Night Raw was squash matches with like one competitive match. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's normal. You know, you never saw the World Heavyweight Champion on TV. You rarely saw the Intercontinental Champion defended championship defended on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Monday Night War started. Had to change everything. Absolutely. 
changed it for the better in some ways and for the worse in other ways. Yeah, there was some the I Jerry Lawler just oh god, he just irritated the shit out of me. I got I got really tired of Lawler's commentary really quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, with and I I got a dirty mind and a dirty mouth. Yeah. But the double entendres all the time from Lawler. Yep. Jim, that's like, you know, sexual innuendo. Yeah, it wasn't even sexual innuendo at times. Certain people would come out and he would just start braying and hooing and it's, I'm going to get him a place to sit down. And then he would like, you know. He'd wipe his face off. Well, yeah, but he was never on camera doing it, which was funny. Right. It was like, oh, it's uh, it didn't even sound right with half of this stuff. And then, of course, when his wife. Oh, God. Flashed. <laughs> I remember that pay-per-view. It was like, you know, but. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't mad at it because let's be no, honest. No, it's but it was just it was a it was too much all the time. Yeah, and you know, I God bless Jim Ross for having to have to roll with that constantly. I know. I felt I uh, there were a lot of times. I mean, there's a lot of times now I feel bad for Jim Ross, mm-hmm. um, having to commentate some of the shit that AEW puts <laughs> out there, and mostly for having to play second banana to fucking Excalibur. Mm. He is terrible. I'll be honest. I, I I still. I mean, of all the announcers that I've seen, like the two people that I cannot stand are between Lawler and Taz. I love Taz. Oh, I see. I love Taz. <laughs> Taz is just. I I think you just don't like people from New York. No, I have a lot. I like a lot of people from New York. I think you just don't like no, people from no, Brooklyn. No, it's ta- it's Taz's commentating. I always feel that Taz's commentating is like he won't put anyone over, you know, ever. Oh, he puts a lot of people over. Yeah, he doesn't sound like it. When, it, it, when you sound, some of his, his commentaries is, is awful. Well, I, like he the work he's doing with AEW on commentary mm-hmm. is actually is really good. And I liked him in WWE as a commentator as well. The guy that that just fucking grinds my gears to no end is Excalibur. I don't think I know who that is. He's the he's the masked idiot on AEW. Oh, okay. I didn't know what it, what his name was. Excrement. That's not nice. We're supposed to be nice. No. That I'm sorry, Jim Cornette. I had to rip you off on that one. Excrement. He's fucking terrible. The uh, let me break. Uh, let me let me give you a few reasons why I hate that motherfucker. First off, he sounds worse than us. Marks in their basement, <laughs> commentating on a match. Okay, he sounds worse than us. Everything has to have some stupid fucking Mexican or Japanese name. Okay, it's got to have. It, it, it's not a running knee. Daniel Bryan's knee strike finish Mm -hmm. it's not a running knee it's got to be a psycho knee (laughs) and his inflection when he talks it's always up and down and (laughs) god i want to i i understand why elvis shot fucking tvs listening to that guy (laughs) oh jeez i can't stand excalibur and i really feel bad for tony shivani and jim ross because they have to call matches next to this fucking clown. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can hear Jim Ross rolling his eyes at half of this shit. <laughs> you, 
You can tell during an, an AEW show when Jim Ross is just kind of checked out. Oh, yeah. It's it's blatantly obvious. Yep. Like last night. Last <laughs> night as we record this, um, there was a AEW World, ti- World Women's Title Match. Mm-hmm. It was the main event last night on Thunder. Or not Thunder. What am I saying? On Dynamite. And it was Dr. Britt Baker... Who I gotta get? I gotta give. I love Doctor Britt Baker for this. She paid tribute to Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. She wore all uh, black and white gear with kind of like the Razor Ramon, or not the the Razor Ramon, but the Scott Hall dripping mm-hmm. gimmick on it. Paid tribute to Scott Hall. Really well done. Thank you, Doctor Britt Baker. Against Thunder Rosa, two fantastic mm. wrestlers. They both can go. But they put these girls in a steel cage match. Okay. Which is okay. Girls cage match, I don't have a problem with. Where I kind of lose it a little bit. Was that the one that got busted open? Yeah, yeah. They both, okay, I saw a little bit of that. They both bled, bled again last yeah. night. Um, okay. I don't... I. If they're gigging themselves, I kind of got to disagree with it. You know, I don't... I don't like anybody gigging themselves. With I mean, especially nowadays with what we know about bloodborne illnesses, mm-hmm. intentionally getting juice is just not the smartest fucking thing to do. No, and but don't get me wrong, the old school wrestling fan in me knows that there's a time and place for blood. Where I kind of lost the plot on this match last night was one, they both bled. Two, it's a cage match, and you're you're gimmicking gimmicking up a gimmick because there's forty five mm-hmm. fucking steel chairs involved, and a bag of thumbtacks. Damn. Yeah, Jim Ross, last night. Why the hell asked? Why the hell are th- their thumbtacks under a wrestling ring? <laughs> it's it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I don't mind if you're like somebody going under the ring to get yeah get something. As long as it makes sense. Mm-hmm. An extra table for commentary uh, or for the timekeeper. Extra chairs for co- for commentary or timekeeper. Mm-hmm. A toolbox if the ring breaks. Yeah. Why is there 40 kendo sticks underneath the fucking ring? Exactly. I'll even give you a ladder. Yeah, I remember some indie shows that I don't know if you've been to. I know I've been to in a couple. And... Like before, everything's going on, and everybody's kind of sitting there. They like the heels or whoever will come out, and sometimes they'll place things under the ring uh-huh. as if they're sneaking them. I've seen as it. if they're being sneaky, and which is good. That that is a good part. But then there's some that will just blatantly walk out and just put a tennis racket under the ring and walk back, like in their street clothes. Yeah. It's like no, I gotta put a story in it. Exactly, make it look. Yeah, make make me believe it. I, you came out here earlier. You you planted that because you knew you were gonna use it. You know, right? Not like I oh I walked. I gotta put this under the ring. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it, it, it's uh, I don't know. A little psychology helps. A little psychology would go a long way. Yeah, and the indies just because it's the indies and. And I know they only get paid in like hot dogs, hot dog and a handshake. You know, I know that, but it's like this is what you really love to do. Yeah, you know, put you got to put effort into it. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, but so that was, you know, our little watch along. Mm-hmm. First time we've done it on in a while. WrestleMania season's coming up. Maybe uh, the week of WrestleMania, we should pick a match. What week is that? Uh, I think it's like two weeks, three weeks. Okay. Pick a match and watch it. All right. Uh, I have an idea for... You ma- have an idea? For for match. Now, watch, I'm not going to shit on it, you see. Watch this. For a match we can watch. Hmm. I'm thinking either Shawn Michaels' retirement match against The Undertaker mm-hmm. or Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Ugh. I don't know. I mean... There's so many great matches in WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, there has to be like, find something that's like under the. Under the radar? That's what I was thinking, I think. Just something that doesn't get talked about. Okay. You know? Okay. Well, there, and there has to be there. Let me do a little digging. All right. And I, I can do a little digging as well. I, I've, you know, I fixed my computer again. Oh, okay. Good. So. <laughs> All right. So you, you brought notes with you. Oh, yeah. Well, well, this is just normally we started with you asking me how the week was and I had a lot to talk about. OK, so how was your week? Well, I went to the Tartan Terror show in in Mock Chunk Opera House. That was like the last concert we saw uh, back in March of 2020. Yeah. And when every before everything blew up and it's like the first concert we kind of went back to me and Lisa. Yeah. And it was just a wonderful thing. They had a new album out. Um, I can't help but love it as a song that you'd even love called Kiss My Ass. Um, okay. It's about a guy sitting at a bar and the chorus is, so just fill up my glass and kiss my ass. I'm drunk and I'm not going to go home. Nice. Yeah. It's just, it was, it's a beautiful, it's a wonderful album and it was a great concert. Just had a lot of fun with that. Even though they got canceled on Saturday because of the snowstorm, you never know what's seven degrees out now. So we had to go Sunday. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to go. That's a good thing. I had a culinary mishap kind of happen. Okay. I ordered a quesadilla. And I love, I had chicken quesadilla uh, with salsa. Okay. All right. So I go, food comes, grab the quesadilla and my little cup of salsa. Where was this at? It's from Papa Al's. Okay. Delicious quesadillas. Highly recommend them. And the rice balls are great too. The arancini? No, the balls of rice. Yeah, arancini. Whatever they call it. Don't, don't fucking foreign name it, okay? It's a It's ball. an Italian joint. <laughs> it's all right. Anyway, so get my quesadilla, dip it into the salsa, take a bite. Fuck, it's cocktail sauce. <laughs> Lisa had gotten shrimp. Uh-huh. And they gave her your salsa. No, 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 no. She doesn't eat it. I, I, there was two containers of red. Oh, I took a picture of it because to the naked eye, salsa and cocktail sauce look very similar. That's why I always get chunky salsa. Well, I just get what they give me. But so I'll be honest, though, quesadilla with some cocktail sauce wasn't terrible. But as soon as I bit it, I'm like, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, I'm like, why would they give me cocktail sauce? And I think "Ah, at least I got the shrimp (laughs) completely, completely didn't even think that in my head. (laughs) You b- fucked up. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So I have to remember next time to dip my finger in there to make sure because she doesn't like cocktail sauce. Oh, okay. You know, she puts ketchup on her shrimp. 
Don't, don't, don't look at me like that. It's just, look. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Lisa, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you vicariously. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. By proxy, I'm looking at Bill, but Lisa, I'm looking at you judging. All right. Anything you can think of that takes a salsa or a sauce or anything like that, Lisa uses ketchup. And I love her, so I'm not going to pick on her for that. So she's definitely from fucking Panther Valley. So, so yes, she does mozzarella sticks dipped in ketchup. We both do pretzels with ketchup. That's both of our things. What? It's fine. It's fine. I don't like mustard on a ketchup. A mustard on a, on a pretzel. But the best one is when she does steak. Don't, <laughs> don't even say it. Hey, I love her. I love her, and that's the way she is. You know, I'm not going to no, stop banging your head. <laughs> Steak and Look. ketchup. Hey, hey, it works. Anyway, so my third thing, my notes. Okay. I've been, since I don't post on Facebook anymore. My head hurts. I've been, oh, wait till you hear this then. I, I have been just looking at my memories from the past 11 plus years I've been on Facebook. It's almost like 13. I think the oldest one I have is 13 years. And I've said a lot of things in those years. Okay. And I'm I'm start I'm going to write them down again. Cuz and I'm going to maybe publish them. Okay? And and you know, because you, know, you can only get them on that day you did them. You on that day you said them. Right. You know, and I found these two gems that I said many many years ago. Okay. Okay. Say, why do they even call it aspirin when it doesn't go there? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> I, I can't even shit on that. And and the other one, if we develop, and I came up with these on the same day, okay, many years apart. If we develop faster than light speed travel, will the classification of movies have to be changed to science faction? That one's not not as good as the aspirin one. But they're still. But these musings I've had over the years, they're just sitting there on Facebook waiting to be plucked like flowers in a flower garden. I got to write that down. <laughs> Please don't. But I'm going to put them all together in probably pamphlet form. It, it, it's going to take me a year to collect them all again. I... Uh, Dear God. No, but there's some really good ones on there. And I've been noticing them lately and I have been writing them down. I'm like, wow, that's pretty profound. I like that. I I don't know if I would necessarily call it profound. It's 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 the ravings of a fucking madman. It's not the ravings of a madman. It's oh, wait, that, that's my Facebook. Yeah. It's like I don't do much on there anymore. It's just nice to kind of see. You see, you have stuff like that on your Facebook, <laughs> pop up on your Facebook memories. I have stuff that's completely different pop up on my Facebook memories. Like these th- thoughts that I get from time to time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't prefer the term. Ki- I don't like the term kidnapping. I prefer surprise adoption. Ah. See, that's I mean, but my I was always I would put these musings out there. Right. You know, and a lot about the Jeep, which was weird. I posted a lot about the Jeep. 
You need another Jeep. I know. Soon. As soon as that Ford's paid off. I'm going to just find one and say, I'll have that one. <laughs> if we know anybody that does... What's what's how do you put like vinyl decals on vehicles? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I want to get a skull and crossbones on the hood. Okay. And the number 13, okay, in bone font on the doors. I could talk to the Schmidt boys. Yeah. Well, I don't want drawings. You know what I mean? No, I could talk to the Schmidt yeah, boys. Yeah, I just don't want it to I don't want it to look like, you know, I I'll talk to you off the air. I don't want it. Well, this is not for years. Is going to happen. So it's like, uh, like I said, I'll talk you know. to you off the air. But that's what I want to get. I also would like to get a horn that like sounds like maybe a cat growling or something, or a you know just something obnoxious sounding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put your voice. What? Just put your voice. I, the horn. <laughs> just you saying, "Get out of the way! Get out of the way!" <laughs> that's not what I sound like. As, get out the way. Get out the way. Move, Move out the bitch. Way. Get out the way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fucking ludicrous as your horn. Yes. Yeah, it's, you know, it's. Except I, I wouldn't mind having a ludicrous <laughs> horn. You know, uh, like the rapper ludicrous. Except I wouldn't want move out the way. I would want use a hoe. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ho, use a hoe. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, man, that's. Oh, it's just yeah. That's I. I can't. I can't wait to get get the jeep again. I said, take the top down, take the doors off, go around wearing nothing but board shorts. Please don't. No. What do you mean? Please don't. Please don't. No. Put that. a shirt on. <laughs> Put a shirt on, y'all scumbag. Um. Hey, I'm a this spring. I'm gonna start working out. I, I'll believe it when I see it. I, well, you're not gonna see it because I do it at my house. One of the goals I want to do this spring is I want to bike more, like from to Jim Thorpe. Okay. And maybe go to a record store, pick up some albums. Nice. You know. Good luck. With what? Well, biking to Jim Thorpe. Seriously. Good luck. Why? It's not that far. Dude, you're a fat bastard. I have good stamina. I've heard otherwise. You have not heard otherwise. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> And I'm not fat. You're big bone. I'm not. No, I am. I am properly proportioned for my for a fat bastard. God damn it! God, I've lost weight, and I'm gonna lose even. No, I'm not saying the line. <laughs> Fuck you! You don't get the line. <laughs> Piss off! You lost weight, but you found it and then some. Damn it! <laughs> Look, I just. You know, no, seriously. Uh, good luck on your journey. On you know, like trying to, like, well, it's only the Jim Thorpe. No, I mean, I meant the fucking journey to like the journey to get better health. The journey. <laughs> you are the nervous twitch in my eye. Now I just plan. I want to bike there, pick up some stuff, and you know, good for you. Yeah, good, good for you. It's what I do. Mm-hmm. That annoyed a piss out of me. <sighs> Well, thank you for having the heater on again. <laughs> well, I didn't want to hear you cry. <laughs> Someday that's going to get turned off, and I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Because it's damn damn cold down here. It's nice down here. I'm sitting here in a freaking T-shirt. <laughs> I'm cold. 
You are you and, are such a fucking vagina. I made a last night. I made a dish at home. Okay. With no, like, kind of buried any forethought. I sliced up some potatoes and sausage and peppers, and put them in a skillet with some butter and oil. Uh huh. Fried it all up. It was delicious. Nice. And I'll put some Italian seasoning in there too. Well, Amazing! I just fucking ruined it. What do you mean? It was delicious. It was Italian seasoning ruins ruins. It everything. does not ruin anything. It, it, you probably eat it. You probably use Italian salad dressing too, don't you? Well, yeah. Ew. What you mean, ew? <laughs> ew. <laughs> It's good. No, it's not. It's terrible. It's the best salad dressing there is. It's terrible. What salad dressing do you like? It all depends on the salad. No, it doesn't. Yes, and it depends on a my s- mood. A standard salad. A standard salad. Sometimes I'm going to go with a nice Ugh. raspberry vinaigrette. Ugh. Yes. See, no, a vinaigrette. Or is, a nice that's balsamic not even, vinaigrette. A vinaigrette is just a, what poor people call just putting grape juice on it. Look. There's nothing good about that. If I'm feeling like a basic bitch, I'll go ranch. You're going to go ranch. You're going to give me shit about Italian. Well, yeah. Ranch has got to be... The only thing ranch is good on is Reese's Everything. Peanut Butter Cups. Every, ooh, that's gross. It's not. It's good. We've discussed this. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> I refuse to believe that that's good. If I'm going to be a basic bitch, I'll go with, I'll go with ranch. But normally... That's for wings. Normally... I go Caesar. Oh, okay. Ah, my my salads consist of lettuce, onion, tomato, um, black olives, cheese, maybe some meat. Uh, I love the Boulevard salads. Man, I can make up those. You take a little bit of everything but the chickpeas. Don't like chickpeas in a salad. Well, you got a problem with Capanzos? That's just weird. They, no. have a, they have a weird feel to them. I don't like them. They like a little pepper in there. Oh, beautiful. And then top it with a fucking Italian. No. Keep your fucking it's, Italian. It's tangy. It brings the tang. Keep your fucking Italian. You ever have a good pasta salad? Oh, yeah. Oh, Italian that's dressing. Only, that's the only time. That's the only oh. time. The only time Italian dressing yes. is acceptable. I cannot. I'm so happy summer's coming. Lisa makes a pasta salad. Make you want to slap your mama. <laughs> I do lie. There's one other time where I'll use a little bit of Italian dressing in something. And it's not a salad. Meatloaf. No. Oh. Hoagie dip. Oh. Hoagie dip? Yeah. Take all the ingredients for a hoagie. All right. Chop up set ingredients. Yeah. Mix in bowl. Uh-huh. A little bit of Italian dressing. All right. A little bit of mayonnaise. You cut up some nice bread. You plop the you blop the fucking stuff on the bread. Bada boom, bada bang. You're good. All right. First, you had me up with the mayo. This, uh, that, that, oh, you're a. Yeah, that's right. You like fucking Miracle Whip. Don't I don't you? actually like either of them anymore. It it they don't taste they don't taste right. They taste one. About, I got I got rid of all the Miracle Whip out of my house. Well, that was your first fucking smart thing. I just don't care for it. Miracle Whip's terrible. Mayo is terrible too. No, mayo is that's that's like food lube. You need that occasionally. No, don't call it lube. That's <laughs> just that's nasty. That's a Guy Fieri term. No, but no, I, I don't like mayo and all that. And plus, if you why make the hoagie dip? Just eat a fucking hoagie. 
It's for parties, you fucking nitwit. Oh, oh, yes, Mr. Popular. Oh, I can't wait to get to the strolls to get my hoagie dip. Actually, when we... <laughs> it always went over big on fight night, asshole. You almost did a fucking spit take. You had to punctuate that the way you did. That's, that's not your thing. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say... I didn't. I didn't mean to insinuate... That your parties suck. Yeah, you I've did. Ne- I've never been to one. I, I, you won't be either. <laughs> oh, thanks. After that comment, why would I oh, have you over? Okay, great. I'm sorry. I'm not, I guess I'll never get fucking hoagie dip then, will I? I guess you fucking won't, you prick. <laughs> Damn. I was at a party once and they had, uh, it was, uh, I guess, a nacho kind of dip. Uh huh. I I wasn't sure what it was. I found out later it was a dip for like chips, but it was near the hamburger buns. And you made a sandwich, didn't you? Yeah, you fat bastard. Well, why would I make it that thick? Oh, oh you told me this story. It was yeah. buffalo chicken dip. Buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. I make a really good buffalo chicken dip too. Yeah, and I made that into a sandwich. Not would be in fat. It's just you don't put bread next to a dip. And expect nobody to make a sandwich. That's just... Well, if you got a half a brain in your head, you look at... Oh, that's buffalo chicken dip. Let me dip a fucking tortilla chip in it. You you, you act like these decisions just like... It's like... If, if I had to think about everything I did for 20 to 30 seconds before I did it, I wouldn't do anything. This is shit you should know! This common sense. <laughs> I think he's going to cry. <laughs> they put the bread. <laughs> I can't. You asshole. Ugh. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> They put the bread next to the crock pot. <laughs> I'm fucking dying over here. I can't edit this out. That's fine. That's oh. fine. Oh, I'm fucking crying. Oh, God. The, oh. Cul- the culinary nightmares that I've had. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you got anything else on your list? New Ghost album came out. Yes. I listened to it. It might be be it might be my favorite album, even after Meloria. It is oh, fucking amazing. It is so. I have listened to it a couple times at work already. Yeah, it is just amazing all the way around. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, no I'll, I'll. Yeah, I'm finished. Yeah, I'm finished. What's your thought on twenties? It's all right. It's all right. I love it. Yeah. My my favorite, I mean, Hunter's Moon. Hunter's Moon's great. And I have just, I've been over listening to um, uh, Call Me Sunshine, Little Sunshine. Yeah. That is such a beautiful song. I, I it's, a, it, the whole album is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, it's called Imperia. Mm-hmm. If you don't, for those that have not heard it, do yourselves a favor. Seek it out. It is well worth the listen. Um, it's a freaking amazing record. Um, shout out to 
to Dan Walsh and uh, and uh, Andy Wallace for the mixing that they did at Soundmine and the like like the Dolby Atmos in it. Yeah, listen to it in he- uh, on a set of headphones mm. at excessive volume. <laughs> um, shout out to I mean the guys in Ghost. Tobias Forge wrote a fucking masterpiece here. Yeah, it's a great album. Um, I absolutely and old. it clocks in under an hour. Yeah, I, I love it. It's it's fucking great. Um, I I can't find mm. I can't find fault with it. Yeah, it's just it's beautiful. And I'll and I'll tell you, I had a thought after that shit. Oh yes, I found a new website. What's that? Well, new to me. Okay. Uh, Bandcamp. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. I just I just happened to find it uh-huh. because I was looking to uh, I was I was looking at because of the show we're going to I was going to pick up some Guar stuff uh-huh. and I was looking at Ragnarok. Yeah. And Ragnarok is selling for over a hundred dollars now. Really? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what happened with those those things. So I was looking just to I was maybe just going to get a copy off of Amazon or just something. Yeah. And I stumbled on to this thing, Bandcamp. Right. Where you can get the whole album or just a track for a dollar in MP3 format, but it's at least a 320K BPS, so it's it's good quality. Yeah. And the band gets paid. Yeah. You know, said, and so, of course, I got Ragnarok. Uh, because I, I just, I, I, you know, I've listened to it enough that now it's like, I want to just, and it was, oh, still love it. Yep. Great album. Yep. Great album. Got a, a, a so much good shit on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got, uh, the morality squad. I, well, I think knife in, was it knife in your guts? I think. Yeah. But Ragnarok. Oh no, no. Morality squads on America must be I'm destroyed. Thinking, I'm thinking what's on it. I'm just trying to think of going through it. Uh, well, Ragnarok, which is a great song. Yeah. You know, which is a great line that, are you going to be a bohab? When is your turn to die? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Dirty I'm, Filthy is on there. Yeah. Which is always the one that reminds me of you. Well, yo. I mean that in the most complimentary of ways. Okay. Fair enough. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that show, um, Crowbar dropped off. Oh, I, th- I heard they dropped off for some of the tour, but not all. Yeah, of it. they're uh, they're dropped off the Reverb show. Okay, but that? Goat Horror is going to be on. I don't know them. Check them out. Check out some Goat Horror. Oh, it's just going to be a blast. Yeah, I mean, well, I know it's going to go just like we did the last one. Yeah, we'll be just kind of hanging out there for a while, and then spattered in blood. Yeah, and I am going to do the I am going to do the Jesus thing. Mm. I'm going to be dyeing my hair before we go. So, I don't want anybody giving. Well, I don't want anybody giving me shit about it, but I don't care either. Yeah. But I'm only doing it because if I leave my hair as is, I'm going to Disney with pink hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is not a dig, <laughs> but the gray in your hair is gonna accentuate oh, yeah. that. I know, and that's what happened last yeah. time. And of course, I got some shit at work, which was hilarious. They were telling me, "Oh, you're gonna have to do something about that hair. They're not gonna allow that." And I was like, it doesn't wash out. It just doesn't wash out. And my boss came in, why is your hair pink? And I explained why. Oh, you look good. I said, well, <laughs> there you go. But but Lisa doesn't want me to have pink hair for Disney. 
I, I can I can understand that. But I, you know, like, truth be told, I can rock pink hair. You know what I'm saying? You did. Yeah, you did. But I'm going to do the uh, I'm, I'm I've decided I'm not going to shave. Till after the show. When was the last time you shaved that? I don't think you shaved since the last show. No, <laughs> it's been since then. It's been several times since then. Um, but I'm not going to shave. Right. So I'm going to have, you know, like, the beard's going to be even longer. Yeah. And I'm not getting a haircut. I'm not getting a haircut. And I'm going to, I'm going to get a fucking Jesus costume. Nice. Yep. Sandal, sandals and all. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm going to rock the sandals. And I'm going to Guar dressed as Jesus. Yeah, I'm just gonna wear the the gonna try to wear the white whitish suit if I can find one. Yeah, well, I'm sure we can find one in the Salvi or something. Yeah, well, I know that, but it's finding one of my size. Don't even think about it. I heard it coming out of my mouth, and I just had I couldn't stop it. Forty two long. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I'm probably about the size of dice. Forty two long. Yeah. Thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> 40? <laughs> no, 40 too long. <laughs> uh, if yes. you know, you know. I can't. I cannot wait for that show. I'm looking so forward to it. Has Jim seen Guar? No. Ooh. No. Ooh, we're going to get to break Jim's cherry in a Guar show. Yes. Nice. Um. Yeah, Jim, you'll have a good time. Trust me. Yes. Trust me. Uh, I told Chuck and I told, told Chuck and Earl and mm-hmm. Tyler and them about it. And it's a GA show, so just you know, we can all get tickets and fucking meet up down there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Guar's gonna be a good time. They always are a good time. Oh my god, it's gonna be so. Oh, uh, and they have stuff from the new album, probably. Yep. Which I haven't heard anything of. They, <laughs> there's so much advertisement for it. Yeah, I don't think they dropped it yet. Yeah, but they got like the pre-order, like the white white vinyl. Yeah, and it's like they they do a lot of. Uh, um, they do promo lot, stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of promotional stuff. I still think we need to take the trip. Uh, to, we will to Richmond. Yeah, that's where we're doing our road trip. Yeah, yeah. We we need to start planning that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get down there. We're gonna get to a Waffle House, a Guar Bar. Yep. The yep. the one and only Guar Bar. Yeah. The Guar. I was actually uh, cleaning off my game shelves. Uh huh. And I took out uh, Guar versus Time. Okay. Which I haven't really. I haven't touched since I bought the thing because it's just the way the shelves are arranged is impossible to get to. Yeah. Well, I was going through it. Guarbecue is a card. Nice. <laughs> nice. We should have a guarbecue. We, well, I don't know how you would do it even. How could we have a, a guarbecue? Slave pit. Do, do we know enough people that would do that? I don't know. Who says they need to be willing? That you can't do. Allegedly. There it is. Allegedly. <laughs> Stop it. You're being ignorant. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I mean, I can't wait to get down there and just just have some fun in a, in another state. Yeah. Um, and, of course, if we're in Richmond, we got to go visit, yep. visit Brocky's grave. Oh, yeah. We're going to. Well, we're going to do like do as much. I don't know how far Virginia is. How many states down is that? Two. Two. Maryland's between that? Yes. Yeah. I'm not I don't I'm not a map person. Yes. Straight shot down ninety five. 
Well, we got if we're doing a road trip, we got to take the scenic route. We could do that. Ninety five is a fucking shit show. Yeah, I mean who's <clears throat> who? I mean who'd be driving on this? I'll drive. Because for once, for fucking once, we got to live stream some shit. Well, then I can't drive. No, you can. You just give me your phone, plug in their credentials, and there you go. Okay. Yeah, we could live. We could we could live stream uh, on TikTok and whatnot on our way to fucking Virginia. Yeah, because the horse shit <clears throat> that you were pulling on the way to Hershey, I was pulling. I, I certainly wasn't pulling any horse shit. That's allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I mean, I don't. We <laughs> we need Jim to fucking officiate this. Who as to who was who was pulling shenanigans? I wasn't. Yeah. I was. What what was I doing? I was sitting there minding my business. No. What? No, no you weren't. You, I, were, you were sitting there, but you weren't minding your business. I, I most certainly wasn't doing anything untoward. Yes, you were. No. Well, at least at least Jim was the only one looking for lot lizards at the truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> that truck stop was full. That was sketchy, too. That was... <laughs> that was... Yeah, there were they were there were there. Oh, the, the uh, li- oh lizards? yeah, they were there. Oh yeah, somewhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. But you can't just be calling them. You know, it's like, you know, you can't just be yelling, "Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Guys. I think we were in the wrong section to for the lot lizards. I think they were all back at the yeah, yeah. Betty Sue, <laughs> Betty Sue, because one's named Betty Sue. That's just wait, 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 wait a minute. What? Even in Pennsylvania, you got a woman named Betty Sue? Oh, let me tell you. I I was parked next to a van yesterday. Down Giant. by the river? No, it was a giant. Oh, okay. Right? And this woman and I was trying to wrangle three kids out of it. Right? <laughs> okay. Now, first off, this is a windowless white van. <gasps> okay? And she's trying to wrangle these three kids out of the van. And with threatening and all that other stuff, right? Normally, they run from my windowless white van. So, so she finally gets them all out, and they're right next to my driver's door, right? Uh-huh. So then she finally notices me and apologizes, right? So not being a dick like I'm not, <clears throat> I said, that's quite all right. I have two of my own. And she says, yeah, but these ain't even mine. No, oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why do you have that accent here? And then wait, and wait. then whose children are they? And, and wait, wait, wait! You're you're burying the lead, and they're in a free candy van. Yeah, it was kind of, you know, it was weird to, uh, you know, but uh, I'm sure it was the grandmother, uh, probably. You know, was she at least thirty years old? Because uh, uh, what giant were you at? Uh, Walnutport. Walnutport. Okay, yeah. 30 years old. She was, a, look, okay. Could she, have been a grandmother at yeah, that point. Yeah, she, she reminded me of, I could see her driving a bus, uh-huh. a school bus, and telling the kids to shut up. Large Marge. Like, well, no, no, not Large Marge. I can, no, you, I can picture her, like, driving a school bus with, like, a, uh, like a, a, a Virginia Slim, you know, <laughs> dangling out of her mouth. Like Mrs. And telling her, you shut up or I'll drop you off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Female version of Norm. Oh yeah, yes, yes, perfect. <laughs> but I never can. How do you get a southern accent around here? Transplants. What I've always said: they need to get out. 
<laughs> You're terrible. I'm not terrible. That's I'm ter- terrible. I don't like tourists. That's terrible. It's not terrible. Yet you were in Jim Thorpe on St. Patrick's Day weekend, and you don't like tourists. That's look. I'm a well-known hypocrite. Okay. <laughs> Glad you said it. All right. So I cannot like tourists all I want. Okay. But at least when I'm the tourist, I cross at the crosswalks where the light's supposed to be. All right. I mean, I don't. I don't act like a tourist. You know. Wait. I I can I I want to be a fly on the wall when you go to England. <laughs> you are going to be the prototypical ugly American. No, 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 no. I have a plan for that. Okay. I'm going to use my accents. Okay. See, I'm going to get into the pub and say, "Oi, Guinness me, lad," and you're going to get fucking beat up. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to get that shit kicked out of you. No, because I just look at I'm an American. <laughs> you're going to get a you're going to get a plate of bangers and mash up smash stuff. You're going to get a plate of bangers and mash shoved straight up your fucking lily white American ass. Yes, but they call it an arse. OK, I'll yeah. put it. I'll put the bangers and mash up in arse. <laughs> Stick the haggis in his arse. Are you going to get haggis? Oh, yeah. I'm getting haggis. I'm getting Guinness. I'm getting um, bangers and mash. I'm going to I'm going to I'm doing everything up, in, you know, as much as I can. Are you going to are you going to Scotland at all? Yes. OK, so we're you... doing England, Ireland and Scotland. Nice. 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 So nice. I'm doing I'm doing the whole thing. Nice. And I'm going to represent uh, Paddy's Irish Irish pub. Irish pub. Ah, nice. It's always sunny. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, yes, and I cannot wait. I honestly, my my, it's gonna start early because we're going first class this time. So when they say, "Would you like a hot towel?" You damn right, I want a hot towel. <laughs> you are gonna be the ugly American. You are gonna be the ugly American. If you make it back and Lisa didn't fucking kill you, I will be amazed. Why? Lisa's a wonderful person. You think she's going to want to deal with you acting like a jackass? I'm not going to act like a jackass. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very respectful toward other cultures and peoples. What? <laughs> what? 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 What part didn't you understand? I think you on crack. No, no. I'm. It's it's very simple. I. What? You look at me like I'm going to cause a ruckus. Are, are you going to pipe? No. I'm going to go into a pub, ask for a Guinness, enjoy the Guinness, and that's it. It's it's not like I it's not like I have to go, "Hey, what are these leprechauns?" I don't have to act like an asshole. Now, if I see a little person while I'm in in Ireland, I'm probably going to flip the fuck out. <laughs> okay? But I'm going to do it calmly like I do when I see the Amish. Are you are you gonna are you gonna freaking follow them around and look for the no the no lucky, that lucky would, no no because because I have a feeling I'll get the one guy that doesn't have a sense of humor about it yeah right and even if I look at him sideways he he's gonna go off on me and that I don't need you know what we need to find what we need to find a bar that's doing dwarf tossing no they no don't do that anymore no nobody does that anymore they should no no should. yeah look you can't look. Okay, 
we're going to have a woke moment here for you. <laughs> okay? Take any other demographic and say you're going to start throwing them around for sport. Okay? And see how terrible that sounds and how bad it is of an idea. But they're dwarves. No! No! <laughs> None of that! They're they're fun sized. That's not oh god. No. That's that's not even They're the, fun sized. That's not the point. You ever watch widget porn? No, no. Stop that. It We're makes not, you look huge. I am not get having this conversation. It's like You know. No, I'm you you can't just be doing that. That's just no. There's no throwing people for any reason is never good. It yes. never turns out well. Yes. No. Next time there's midget wrestling, we're going. Little person wrestling. Little person. Next time there's midget wrestling, we're going. Oh, God. I can't. I can't even. I can't. I, I can't. The, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. To, you redeem yourself. You can't be saying things like that. What? <laughs> and stop looking all excited when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Jesus Christ. Fucking dwarf tossing should still be a thing. No. Look. Yes. What if you... Listen. Hold on. Hold up. I'm half a fucking dwarf. Hold. Let him throw me. Hold up. Wait, may I? No. No. It's, anyway, it's, <laughs> let's say you're at trivia. Okay. Okay. And they decide to just call out, right? Anybody with long hair... We're going to toss you around a while. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> That's not the right answer. I'm in. May uh, the odds be ever in your favor. Mm. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, that's just. Uh, that shouldn't be a thing. Yes, it should. It's not. No. That should be an Olympic sport. Half the sports that are Olympic sports shouldn't be sports. We're not going to start adding the goofy shit. Look, they wanted to take wrestling out of the Olympics. Okay? A few years ago, they wanted to take wrestling out of the Olympics. But no. they wanted to keep, like, synchronized swimming and shit like that. Okay? Yeah. If they can have synchronized swimming, if they can have, uh, this uh, like, these other bullshit sports that, y that are in the Olympics now, like fucking speed walking. Right. I want dwarf tossing. Nobody's watching that shit. I didn't watch any of that shit this Wrong. last Olympics. Wrong. I didn't. No, no, no. You tell me. You sit here and tell me. If they made dwarf tossing an Olympic sport, that would be the highest rated fucking Olympic event there ever was. Guaranteed. I, no. No, I don't. Hmm. Mm. You can't deny it. You you can't make up a sport where you throw something. It's, it's a, it just can't. Yes. You know, it's just not right. There's a lot of things that aren't right, but we still do them. And the, the, the dwarves are willing participants in said tossing. They're being compensated <laughs> for said tossing. They are, they sign up for this. They say, okay, let's go out to the bar. We're going to put on this event. We're going to make some fucking coin. Mm. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Draw the parallel to prostitution. Whoa, I never said a damn thing. Because that should be legal, I too. I never said a damn thing about prostitution. Because that should be legal, whoa, too. Whoa, whoa, Because let's think about this logically oh, for, for a second. Jesus Christ, how do we get on this? Selling something is legal, right? Mm. Yes. Fucking is legal, right? Mm. So why isn't selling fucking legal? I think because it uh, it can lead to exploitation. Oh, what? Because you're going to record it? Then no, it's not legal. No, it's no, not illegal no, anymore. No, no. Now it's just yeah, porn. But I'm saying it can lead to exploitation, which is, I think, that's that's the reason. And I'm not saying I'm for or against anything. I'm just saying there's reasonings behind it. And the same thing, look, and the same thing with the dwarf tossing. It could lead to exploitation of a particular class of individual. Oh, so now we're being classist. Uh, gee, what? <laughs> look, look, I'm not for I'm not saying street prostitution should be legal. OK. Regulated brothels. Ah. Works out in, in Vegas. No, no, it's not legal in Vegas. It's OK. Outside of Vegas. Yeah. Clark County. OK. Well, you've done research on this. You've been, you've been holding this one in your damn pocket, haven't you? I spent two. Ah. Years, I spent two years living in a country where prostitution was legal. Mm. They granted visas for this shit. All right, but anyway, no regulated. You know, regulated. Fuck. Let the government make money off of it. I'm. I'm not about. To, I don't. Mm. What people do with the privacy of their own money and homes is their business. Right. All right. But I'm not going to advocate for breaking the law either. I'm not going to advocate for breaking the law either. I'm advocating for changing the law. Yeah. Okay. Make whorehouses legal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, gee. You're weird. <laughs> and we started off this episode so nice remembering Scott all. Yeah. And science. <laughs> That's why I say you have a liberal, you know, you have a very you have a liberal bias on you there because you want and a lot of things I do, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent I do. You know, I'm not going to argue that. I just, I say what people do in a privacy of their own home, for or for out money is whatever. Exactly, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, but it can lead to exploitation. And, and that's where the regulation needs to come in. That's why you can't just have you know the street street prostitution. You know that 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 that's bad. Yeah, but that's bad. Yeah, but do we want our the, our legislative bodies? I mean, have such a hard time of it as it is now. Uh huh. Can you imagine them bringing articles to the floor? You know, uh, about like you know like issues like like. That could come up with this. Half of the half of the fucking politicians in this country frequent whores. Yes, but they but they don't act like it. Okay, so they're fucking hypocrites. Well, yeah, we know that. That's just a known. That that is a known across politics. They will argue one thing against it, and then be caught doing it. You know, 
in one way or another. It's never a good way either. That's the best part. It's never a good way that they get caught. Yeah, like these anti-gay conservative fucks mm-hmm. that get caught, you know, in a gay bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and there's even there's even other ones like I just I just that's and that's always a gotcha moment that they all get caught into, which somehow some walk away scot free. You know, but I cannot imagine what it must be like to have uh, to, 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 to legislate prostitution and bring articles forth and uh, laws and bills. And it's just, oh, my God, I cannot imagine, especially in this area. Make it a state's rights issue. I let the states individually decide. That's that doesn't help. Sure, it does. I guess it's oh man! All right, no, no, no. Part of me wants to see Doyle heavily walk around this one. No comment. No, a part, a part of me. But at, at that point, it's like I don't, I don't get much involved in the. I don't think that would make C-SPAN any more tolerable. No, it you wouldn't. know, it might might spice it up. Think about that special interest group invading D.C. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Think about the sex worker group, you know, lobbying on Capitol Hill. Mm. I think I think there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of serious issues to be brought because, like I said, between, you know, how how sex workers are treated very poorly. Yeah. Um, You know, even if they get out of the industry, uh and want to start a normal career, if they have anything left over from that and gets caught, they have no rights. Yeah. To to their own like back catalog. And but that's another that is something that's fascinating me for the longest time, how the amount of people it seems that have now just just put their bodies online. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think everybody has done it now. You know? Yeah, I just can't. I can't fathom. Like, just I, I have a hard time just doing this in a microphone. Right. You know, the fact that I do it naked is just for you. But, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So, but I can't imagine sometimes how these people just put themselves out there on camera, knowing that someone from you know the local store might see them. Yeah. You know, I, I just. You know, and I I don't want to shame anybody for doing it. You do what you want for money. And I, you know, I would never shame anybody if I saw them out because I probably wouldn't remember them anyway. Right. Because let's be honest, like most guys, you probably watch porn about three minutes at a time. No, no, I barely watch it at all. And if you do, it's like about three minutes at a time. Now, just stop that. No, to be honest, if we're being honest... I like the stuff from the 70s. Those people are all dead by now. So. Uh, uh, just thinking about well, that. Well, they weren't dead then. No, no, just think. Not That's not what I'm even talking about. Sounded like you were talking about that. No, I'm talking about that 70s retro bush. <laughs> hey. It's, it's what I grew up with. That's the worst part of it. It's as sad as it sounds. That's what I remember seeing when I was a kid. (laughs) 
That's terrible. When, when you, yeah, well, every, everybody's father had a tape somewhere hidden. And everybody knew about the tape. Oh, God. So then what, what was your first draw to everything? I'll tell you. You know. <laughs> I'll tell you. And you knew my grandfather. Yep. When we got our first VCR. Mm-hmm. Okay. My grandmother, did. she bought a lot of stuff through Finger Hut back in the day. Okay. Wow, that, that name just. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> my grandmother bought a lot of stuff through Finger Hut. And our first VCR was bought through Finger Hut. Mm-hmm. So it's mail order, right? My grandfather's quote was, I'm not going to do the voice. Yeah. As soon as we get that goddamn VCR, I'm going to call up Skip and tell him to bring some of those fuck tapes down. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine the old man saying it. Yep. Yeah, because my uncle Skip, uh, my uncle Skip had a por- had a porn collection that would would have made Larry Flint jealous. Mm. And sure as shit, three days after the VCR showed up, Uncle Skip shows up with a box full of fucking porno, oh. and it was all seventies and eighties porn. Well, it would have been because it was the seventies and eighties. Uh, yeah, it was the mid eighties, probably mid eighties that we got that VCR. That we got the first VCR. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, mine was a um, a little a little different. Uh, we knew one one of my friends found one of his father. His father had a tape, and I think we were in junior high. You know, and it was like on top of a shelf, like behind a cookie jar in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, it was like really, really wonderfully covert. And um, we saw that and it was like something. For, I, I don't even remember the title of it, but I just remember the one scene from it uh, where it was, um, you know, people doing the thing to the William Tell Overture. What? 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 Yep. To this day, I can't hear that. Without thinking, you know, of that. Yeah. That's terrible. Yep. It was it was the William Tell Overture. And uh, I can tell, when you hit a Lone Ranger theme, the one scene, and that's the only scene I can ever remember. And I, I'll be honest with you, I would love to know what the title of that thing was. I, I, I don't know. I... Guys, yeah, you know, we we did it Oh dear God! Yes, and I don't know. I, but that was like my introduction, and it was. I also remember it was taped over on a video cassette that had taped the news, because the beginning of it had the Channel Sixteen logo. Uh, really? Yeah, it was like a half, of, like half a second of a newscast. Yeah, and then like, like went over. So he had taped it for somebody else. Yeah, yeah, like we talked about, uh, like mm-hmm. we talked about a few weeks ago with multiple generation dubs. Yeah, and I can. <laughs> that was, you know, of course, you know, seeing stuff on HBO when I was younger, which wasn't full on or Cinemax. Yeah, and uh, but that was that was the quality, you know. So yeah, 
The 70s stuff still holds a special place in my heart. Oh, God. I think I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done. Yeah, I don't know how how we got on this too. This was this was weird. This one was a weird one. It was. I don't think I could connect the dots and follow the Venn diagram of how we made it to here. I don't think so either. Damn. That, that's what makes this fun. It does. It does. A little chaotic because I just there's it's like I don't want to sit and have a roundtable discussion about that. Well. Uh... You know trying to keep us on fucking track on anything is like trying to mm. herd cats. Yes. Yes. Now, are we? do we have a plan for 1990? Uh, no? I'll talk to you after. All right. After I, was, we- I was curious to see. Just so I know if I know I have to prepare or not. All right. I'll talk to you when we're done. Um, and I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered all the things we need to cover. And then some. Yep. All right, so until next time, this is Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Later on, motherfuckers. Watch good porn. <laughs>